0: Hi, it's Mike Stiles and this is This Week in the Metaverse, your weekly newscast that keeps you up to date on everything that isn't real and yet is. It's October 3rd, let's see how much closer we are to digitizing ourselves. The things you're interested in are a threat to national security. Well, that is to say, if you're interested in crypto, the Department of Defense thinks that might be a security threat. So Christiana Sciadone reports in the block they hired a crypto intelligence firm, Inca Digital, to find out. Now, this just in, government agencies can spend ungodly sums of money on just about anything they want. So we'll let you decide if this is necessary research or not. But the military wants Inca to help them understand how crypto markets work and help crack down on digital asset skullduggery that could bring America to its knees, something K-pop has yet to accomplish. Inca Digital will also monitor news and social media. In fact, they may subscribe to this podcast, so I better watch what I say. I think this is tax money well spent and that Inca Digital will save our country. Defense isn't the only agency watching crypto. The U.S. Treasury recently sanctioned Tornado Cash for helping a North Korean organization launder over $455 million worth of stolen crypto. Apparently, North Korea does a lot more than just lob missiles into the ocean. Apple's apparently going to start accepting NFT-based apps on the Apple App Store. But there's a problem. NFT companies say Apple's quote-unquote standard 30% transaction fees are so unreasonable it negates NFT apps being in their store at all. Aidan Ryan at The Information was first to confirm NFTs could be sold on Apple App Store apps, but every time there's an NFT sale, that gets subjected to Apple's 30% chomp out of the revenue. What does Apple do to earn that huge piece of the pie? Absolutely nothing other than simply allowing the app to exist in its store. The CEO of Epic Games, Tim Sweeney, said it's a grotesquely overpriced in-app payment service. In fact, Fortnite disappeared from the app store when Epic tried to get around the fee structure. Others say the consistent copying of this attitude by Apple will only help crypto-native competitors. Yeah, but the new iPhone 14 has 37 cameras on it, so... Walmart has launched two online game worlds in Roblox, one is where you can go through their virtual store and try to eat as many cookies off the shelves before you get caught, and the other is trying to successfully weigh a bunch of bananas in a virtual self-checkout. Nah, neither of those is true. But they did create Walmart land and Walmart's universe of play. Now, is Roblox part of the metaverse? It's not a Web3 game. It doesn't involve NFTs or crypto. It's an old-school online shared world. But since it is a closed ecosystem, observers say this is Walmart steadily inching its way toward the metaverse, you know, in case there are any small mom-and-pop businesses in it to be killed. Indeed, the company has said this Roblox thing is a metaverse testing ground. Walmart Land is an online playground that hosts concerts, trivia challenges, and clothing stores with digital apparel— And Universe of Play has digital toys and activities connected to intellectual property like Jurassic World and Paw Patrol. We checked in with CNBC's Cheyenne Devon and found out more people are feeling less comfortable about buying crypto. This year, only about 21% of Americans feel comfortable investing in it, according to Bankrate. That's down from 35% who were comfy in 2021. This new uncomfortableness is being felt across all generations, but mostly millennials. Is everyone just having an unjustified anxiety attack? Not really. Not when you consider $2 trillion has been wiped off the crypto market since November of last year. That's enough to give even the most delusional optimists sudden onset hair loss. James Royal of Bankrate says the major crypto are 70% off their highs, so the shine has kind of come off the coins. Young people bought it not because they necessarily understood it, but it was more like they were playing the lottery. Royal says the best way to make money from crypto right now is to find someone more foolish than you are. What's going to really kick Web3 into high gear, you didn't ask? Daniel Sato, the CEO and co-founder of StrongNode, thinks he might know. It's censorship. He says a lot of people are starting to think the Internet isn't the free and open platform it was anymore. But Web3 is still relatively censorship-free. Daniel gives all kinds of examples of current Internet censorship, like China's Great Firewall. That allows some info to flow in and out, but the overall narrative is pretty controlled. In the US, Facebook and Twitter are known to actively censor content they say is misinformation, but that later turns out to be quite true. The key to being able to censor is to control the infrastructure and hide what the country or company is doing. Web 3 or the decentralized web makes both harder to do. Decisions are made transparently by consensus among all stakeholders and And with something called DAO, those decisions would be governed by code instead of humans. And that code would reflect the will of the community. The big remaining question is, will governments allow Web3 to exist? I know where my bet is. I don't know about world governments, but Warner Music Group wants to get its artists into Web3. Sander Lutz at Decrypt reports the music conglomerate is partnering with OpenSea's NFT marketplace to help make that happen. So let's say you're Blake Shelton. You'd get early access to new OpenSea products, improved discoverability, and features on OpenSea's site for upcoming NFT projects. You'd also get help from OpenSea staff to help you expand your Blake Shelton Web3 fan base and move existing fans to the NFT space. Other things you could do is let special pass holders license songs from a music library, attend exclusive live events, pitch a song or project to you, and get upcoming music drops. Everything but hook up with Gwen Stefani. What observers find interesting about all this is it should allow artists and their fans to reclaim music ownership rights. So it's interesting a music conglomerate like Warner's is doing this. That's what we've got for you this week. Subscribing is easy and free, so asking you to do so isn't asking much. And we'll be back next week.